Well, we're going to look at Mark 15, verse 25, and then move on from there. This is actually before uh, when Jesus was being crucified, but I want to start there. I want you to notice something here, and then we're going to go on. Thank God Jesus didn't remain on the cross and remain in the grave. Because if he did, uh, it's just another dead religion. If, if there was no resurrection, then we're lost. We're fools. We're, we believe in something that didn't happen, but thank God he rose. Let's look at Mark fifteen twenty-five. It said, Now it was the third hour, and they crucified him, and the inscription of his accusation was written above the king of the Jews. With him they also crucified two robbers, one on his right and the other on his left. So the scripture was fulfilled, which says he was numbered with the transgressors. Verse 29, and those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. So they're mocking him. If they didn't end up believing him eventually, those words are going to echo in their heads for all eternity. They mocked God, saying, oh, who are you? Why don't you save yourself? Come down. They didn't know what was going on. They didn't know that this was the king of the universe that they were talking to and what was about to happen. Verse 31 says, Likewise, the chief priests also mocking among themselves with the scribes said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. Let the Christ, the king of Israel, descend now from the cross that we may see and believe even those who were crucified with him, reviled him. I want you to notice verse 32. This stuck out at me this week. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross, that we may see and believe. They're saying, well, come on, show us. If you're the king... Come down from the cross. If you're the king, you don't need to stay up there. So come down. We'll see it, and then we'll believe. That is not true. They're saying, we'll see, and then we'll believe. That's backwards. Psalm 27, 13 says, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is talking about some things that have gone wrong in, in, in Israel and things that are, aren't going well. But the psalmist is saying, David is saying, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see. See, believing is before seeing. But seeing is not believing. Believing is seeing. What does that mean? Somebody said, when you believe... It opens your eyes to see certain things. When you believe, that's how you're able to see things. And especially spiritually. And we're going to see this. Romans 1 verse 19. It says in the NLT, it says, They know the truth about God because He has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. This is talking about people that aren't serving God. That's where it's picking up in verse 19. Let's read verse 19 again. They, people that, they're they're not serving God on purpose. They're doing wicked things. It says, they know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God has made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. 
This would contradict a lot of what people think. They think, well, just show us. The Bible here is saying God has shown us as much as He's going to show us just in the natural. The universe just shouts that there is a God. Verse 21 says, Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship Him as God or even give Him thanks, and they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. What's it talking about? That there is a creation that God made that's saying there is a creator. And so then people see that part, and everything in the human being, because God created the human being, points them then to say there is a God. And then seeing that part, they need to take a step and say, there's a God, I want to know Him. And that act brings them closer and opens things up so that they can see more. If they won't believe this, they won't see anything further. They're ignoring the things they do see. So people say, well, you know, you hear this. Well, if God's God, just He should just prove it. Just, he should just come down and just prove it. Why does, why does he put up with people just blaspheme? Why didn't he just come and correct them? He has, I'm not God. God is doing it this way. Some of us, if we thought we were, you know, if we're God, we're saying, well, we make them all bow. <laughs> enough. There is going to come that day where it's going to be enough. And everybody has been given the chance to bow their knee and those that will bow have, and those that won't, they won't. And then there is going to be judgment and there is going to be the wrath of God. But God has said He has given all indication that He exists. And if people go, nah, no, nah, I really don't think so. I don't believe there's a God. They can't, they're blind. Isn't that what it said? Verse 21, yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship Him as God and even give him, or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. This is what's happened. People say, ah, now I don't really think there's a God. In, and so they start coming up with weird stuff. And then it says, as a result, their minds became dark and confused. So they don't believe what they can see. What is already, they don't believe what has already been given. So darkness happens. They can't see. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display His craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak. Night after night they make Him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone throughout the earth and their words to all the world. The world, what God has created, is just shouting that there's a God. Just looking at humanity, looking at, and I heard somebody say it, you know, a question. People have that. They don't believe in God, but they're like, how is the human body as symmetrical as it is? There's an answer for that. Somebody created it. I mean, it didn't just happen. There's a creator. God did what he said he did. So just seeing, if you can't believe what you already have seen, that people say, well, I need more. Why doesn't God just come down and he just refute and he just say, and just like They were saying in our original text, you know, you're on the cross, come down, prove it, then we'll believe. That's not true. We're going to see that. It's not about just seeing something. It's about believing. And then it opens your eyes, you see. Mark 16, verse 9. 
Now, this is after Jesus has risen. This is when he's risen. Now, when he rose early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, uh, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. Verse 11, and when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. Did you see that? So she saw him and went and told the others that had been with him. And then in verse 11, when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they didn't believe. They heard something, but they didn't believe. Then, a li- then the next verse, Mark 16, verse 12, after that he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it to the rest, and they didn't believe him either. So right from the beginning, you think it's new that people don't believe? <laughs> These are people that walked with Jesus. Somebody says, yeah, he's alive. And say, I don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> Mark 16, verse 14, then next verse. It says, later he appeared to the 11 as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. What does rebuked mean? We don't hear that word a lot. He corrected them. He got in their face. Because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Notice, he didn't say, well, you didn't see me, I get it. Now you can believe, right? Think about it. There's disciples, he comes, he rebuked them because they didn't believe. He didn't say, hey, here, I'm here, guys. Now you can believe, isn't it great? That's not what he did. First thing he did is he's like, what, what are you guys thinking? They told you I was alive. I told you. They didn't understand everything we understand. But he was going to raise from the dead. He said, somebody said it, and you didn't believe it. And so he rebuked them. It says he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had been seen after he had risen. Verse 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach. Preach means to declare. You know, some people think you know, preaching is like what's going on now. Well, that is. But preach here, it means to declare. It means to tell. It says, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach or declare the gospel to every creature. He who sees him. No. He who believes and is baptized because they believe. Baptism is just a symbol of what you're you're believing. You can see that next verse. It says, or next part of the verse, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. Didn't say anything about seeing. You can't, I mean, Jesus isn't going around himself saying, hey, I'm here, believe on me. Hey, I'm here, believe. Number one, if you believe, you, you believe something that you can't see. If you can see it, it's already there. You know, I believe that such and such is going to happen next year. It's because you don't know what's going to happen. You believe it. But just it, once it's there, it's like, you know, I, I believe right now it's what? 40 degrees outside or whatever. I believe it. Well, if, you know, if the temperature thermometer is saying it's 40, okay, so I believe it. That's like saying, I believe my name is Jim. I believe it. I believe, well, okay, great. You go up to somebody, I believe my name is Jim. 
okay, there's something off there, right? No, my name is Jim. I know that. You know it. See, if it's already here, you know it. When Jesus appeared to, the peop- to his disciples, they're looking at him. Oh, I believe you've risen, Jesus. Yeah, I'm right here. See, what we've been tasked to do and what the church was tasked to do is not go prove the gospel, is to declare the gospel. Did you hear me? There's a difference. You declare the gospel, people need to believe it. And you say, oh, but if if there's signs and wonders, people can still not believe it. Look at Luke 6, verse 6. Luke 6, verse 6 says, Now it happened on another Sabbath also that he entered the synagogue and taught. And a man there was there whose right hand was withered. So the scribes and Pharisees watched, now look at this, watched him closely whether he would heal on the Sabbath that they might find an accusation against him. Look at that verse. The scribes and Pharisees, the religious leaders, watched him closely. What are they watching for? To see whether he's going to heal on the Sabbath. See, it's a big deal. They have their ideas about what should and should not be done on the Sabbath. And they're like, watch him. He's going to heal this dude. (laughs) And it's wrong. He shouldn't be doing it on this day. They are convinced. They're watching to see that he's going to heal. Why? So that they can give him glory and go, all right, I've seen it. Now I believe. (laughs) No. So that they can accuse him. These, these guys have a front row seat to Jesus healing, and they're like, we're going to kill him. Some people are go, but if they only saw. No, they harden their heart. It's a choice to believe. You, you can believe, just you can look at the sky and go, man, somebody made that. You look at a sunset, you look at a baby. I don't know how you can't look at a baby and go, There is a creator. You can say there's a creator. God will reveal himself more. We can get into that over and over. Cornelius. Cornelius, he honored God with what he knew. God sent Peter to him through a vision, gave Cornelius a vision so that that man would hear the gospel. Those accounts are all the time. You open your heart to what God you can see and believe you will see more. But if you're just going to shut your eyes to what is and go, no, nah, I just don't really believe, you're darkened. Oh, but, but, if, but just like we started out with, they were like, well, come down, then I'll believe. They show by what they're saying, they're, these same type of people are the ones that are going, oh, yeah, watch, he's going to heal somebody. It's a heart thing. It's not, oh, prove it, because you know what? It would just shift. Oh, fine, yeah, it's coincidence, and it would just shift. It's not... The, it's not going, oh, should we have signs? And should we, does God, is God alive today? Yes, but don't make it that, oh, if this person could see that. That's not the problem. It's a heart problem. Because see, then we, we shift it and then people are like, oh yeah, I guess. You haven't seen that, so there's an excuse. There's no excuse. In Romans it said, you're without excuse. Humanity is without excuse. 
Let's read the rest of this. Verse 7, So the scribes and Pharisees watched him closely, whether he would heal on the Sabbath, that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts and said to the man who had the withered hand, Arise and stand here. He arose and stood. Then Jesus said to them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or, destroy, or to destroy? See, he's just messing them, their doctrine all up. He's going, what? You're supposed to do good or evil here. He's just looking at them. Go, what, you think I shouldn't do this? It's the wrong day, huh? Verse 10, and when he had looked around at them all, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. This man's crippled. And then he did so, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. Verse 11, and they were filled with rage. They didn't go, oh my goodness, look at that. He is the Christ. Wow, he is somebody. I repent. That's what we have in our minds sometimes. If, oh, if God would just do this, then they would see. That's not the problem. These guys had a front row seat to seeing a miracle. And the next verse says, they were filled with rage, made a matter, and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. It's not the problem. The seeing part was not the problem. They saw, they didn't believe. Believing is a choice. Let's go down to John 20, verse 19. You see another example. The disciples, what's going on, same, say when Jesus raises from the dead, same type of thing. Verse 19, then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Skip down to verse 24. Now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see his hands, see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger in the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Talking about the scars that were there from Jesus being crucified, he said, unless I see it, not going to believe. That's what he said. He said, unless I see it, I I will not believe. Notice, I will not believe. Not I can't, because that's not true. People say, I can't believe that. No, that's not true. People believe crazy stuff every day. They choose to. Well, I just can't believe that. Not true. Choose not to believe. Verse 26, And after eight days his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut. (laughs) This is funny. And stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here and look at my hands, and reach your hand here and put it in my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. Now we get, you know, people get on to Thomas. I mean, we've read other examples. People did the same thing. Don't get on to Thomas. Thomas, just an example. Now we can say, now, if we do the same thing as Thomas after we've heard about Thomas, then we should get on to us, right? Because we're reading, don't do this. We saw Jesus rebuked the disciples that didn't believe. So now Thomas says, so Jesus says, don't be unbelieving, but believing. Verse 28, and Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord, my God, in other words, Oh, you are alive. Verse 29, And Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. 
Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. See, that's what the church is called to do, is declare that He is risen. Declare that He did what He said He was going to do, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, He is God, and that He came to the earth, He gave His life, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose from the dead, so, as a ransom for our sins, so that we could know God. We're to declare that. And people can go, well, I don't really believe that. Or they can say, I believe. So, so many people are waiting to see something or to feel something. But you have to act on what the Word of God says, what the truth is, and then you see. It can't just be a mental thing. Oh, yeah, you know, it's out there. I, I believe people are waiting to feel, okay, now I feel like Jesus is God. I don't have anything to do with that. Well, I want to see something. We've covered that. We hear the gospel, and then we're, we are uh, faced with an option. Do I believe that? It's the same with every part of the Word of God. When we hear the Word of God, we can say, I, I don't really believe that, or we can say, I believe that. We act on it before we see. When you act on it, then you see. Then your eyes are open. In fact, when, when we're talking about the Word of God in this uh, area, be, believing Him, when you act on the Word, that's when, the Bible calls it being born again, you're, you are recreated, you then have a right relationship with God. You're born into the family of God. And because you acted on what you believe, now things open up to you. Now you can see what you hadn't seen. The Bible opens up. Things that, you know, the Bible doesn't make any sense if, if you don't know God. It's just a book. It's powerful. But when you know what the Word of God says and you act on it, all of a sudden it becomes open. You can see. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 in the NLT says, For we live by believing and not by seeing. We live by what? Believing. New King James says, We walk by faith and not by sight. We live by believing and not by seeing. We don't go by just what we see. We go by what we believe. John 3.16 says, For God so loved this, the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes. It doesn't say He gave His only begotten Son that whoever has it proven to Him and decides that, okay, that's true. No, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say whoever sees Him. It says... God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believing is what does it. That's it. We believe on Him. We hear it and then we have a choice. Are we going to say, I believe it. Your head could give you, could have questions. 
But we make a mistake when we go, I need to have every question answered. You're dealing in the intellectual versus the spirit. <laughs> Let's just be honest. We're never going to understand everything. Well, I just need to understand. No, it's a moving goalpost. Well, if I just saw a miracle, then I... No. Well, if I just understood what? Understood the way every, God did everything and created... Okay, so explain to me logically how Jesus was born of a virgin. You, can, you, you cannot explain that. You have to believe it. Explain exactly how his life was worth more than every human being ever. Explain the mathematics of that. I mean, write the equation down. You can't do it. God could. He, could, uh, he understands because he created everything. Exactly. But for you to say, well, I just have to understand everything. You're not going to understand everything. And see, it's a, it's, it's a, part, it's a moving goalpost. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's an issue of the heart. No, we can choose to believe or we can choose not to believe. We can say, I believe that. I'm jumping in. I believe what God said. I believe that who Jesus is. I believe that He is the Son of God. And I am acting on that. Romans 10 verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Notice what it says. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, what does that mean? You're confessing Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Notice what it says. This is what the Bible says. If you confess with your mouth, you say, no, Jesus is Lord. I'm, and then I believe in my heart, God has raised him from the dead. Then it says, you will be saved. Notice there's not a bunch of other gymnastics in there that people try to add to it. It's just not there. This is how we come to God. We don't come to God telling him what he needs to do to prove it to us. That's what people do. They're like, if you're God, prove it. Number one, they have no idea what they're saying and who they're talking to. Number two, he's already, got, he's already done what he's going to do. He has laid it out. The, the, the heavens are shouting. There's a God. He's real. He has sent his son to die for us. He, people say, well, why don't God do something in my life? He already has. We need, when we find out about it, now we can believe it and act on it. And that's when things happen. When we look to God and say, God, I want you need to do it this way or else I'm not believing. We're, we're, we're barking up the wrong tree. We should say, Lord, God, you may not be your Lord at that point. I believe what you said. The Bible says, if you confess him as Lord, confess Jesus as your Lord, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, then you would be saved. Notice verse 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. Notice it says, with the heart. What is that? That's your spirit being, your real, the real you. 
With your heart you believe unto righteousness. What does that mean? You believe. Righteousness means right standing with God. People say, how do I, how do I become, uh, we call it being become a Christian or being born again, but how am I accepted by God? That's what righteousness means. It means you're declared right. How does that happen? Isn't that, that's a universal question to anybody that, that talks about the supernatural. And that's what re- religion is just making up the, the, a, a set of rules to say how that happens. That's what religion is. The Bible says you believe. The Bible doesn't say you do all this stuff. It says you believe what Jesus has done. See, he already made the way for us to be right with God. He already paid the price. What we're saying, when we, what the Bible says and what we, we do is we believe he did it. It's already paid. God already made the way. All I need to do is believe that that is true. I be, you, you bow your knee and say, Jesus is Lord. I believe that he rose from the dead. It says, with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, unto being right with God, being in God's family. And it says, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So you're declaring it. You're saying, I believe it. And that, you believe in your heart, you say with your mouth, that is what moves you into the family of God. There is nothing else that does it. It's that simple. It's that easy. The next verse in Romans then says, For the Scripture says, Whoever what believes on Him will not be put to shame. So then people say, Well, I'm not qualified. It said, Whoever what believes... It didn't say anything about your background, didn't say anything about your family, didn't say anything about how much you make, didn't say anything about what church you stood in, you know, for your life, you know, just go, go to church. It doesn't say anything. It says, whoever believes. Ever believes what? What Jesus already did. See, he paid the price. We're just saying, yep, I believe it. And that act is what makes it ours. In other words, I want in on that. It's done. You can say, you know, you, there could be a great deal going on. Some store, everybody's rushing. You can be like, nah, whatever. It's scam. I don't believe it. And walk away. You don't, you don't have, but the deal, they're, they're saying, you know, they're giving out these prizes. You say, ah, they're not. There's strings attached. And they're giving these things out, you know. New Xbox or PlayStation, you know, whatever. New car, whatever. You're like, no way. So you're like, meh, not going. You see people are flocking, going. Do without. But if you believe, what, what would you do if you believed? You would go. Now, if you said, oh, yeah, I believe it, and you just stay there, you don't believe. And, and if they're saying, whoever comes up is going to get one. If you believe that, what would you do? You'd act on it. You'd go and say, I want mine. And you could get it. You could part if they were legit and they were true to their word. You know, here's your new whatever. It says, "Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame." Whoever believes—that's the qualification. It's not all this other stuff that people try to make as part of religion. It says, "For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to those who call upon Him." 
In other words, it doesn't matter what your background is. Verse 13, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's it. It takes it out of the realm of us doing a bunch of stuff. And then we're just finding out what has been done. And we're saying, I want in on it. You you already paid for it. You made the way for me to be right with you. Yes. And how do you sign up for it? What we just read. You believe in your heart. If you confess the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved.